actually it's in four paragraphs that we're, we're going to look at Mark 4 tonight. And I want to take one at a time. So if you would not cheat by looking down at the main points down below, instead I, I want to look at each some of these, these points and kind of ha- ask you to help me, help us all really think about these passages. Mark 4, verses 21 through 41. So we're going to take one paragraph at a time. Verse 21. So listen and think about, okay, the first thing is, so I'm putting, I'm going to give you a heading tonight. I'm going to, the heading is, says that in, in uh, Matthew chapter 5, 
here he's using this as a parable to express the ways of the kingdom and why he is coming to the inheritance. Okay, remember how last week we said that things aren't going perfect for Jesus, at least from a human perspective. It's not like he's showing up on the scene doing miracles and everybody is jumping in. There's opposition to the Pharisees and the scribes and the parents and his mom and his brother and sister, brothers and sisters, they said, so, but so then he tells the parables about the sower. Remember last week about the sower, uh, the four soils, be careful. What did he say last week or the week in the session before? We have to be careful to do what? What is, what, what was the command? To listen, to listen to you, take care of how you the word of God. It's really important that you hear the word of God. He continues to talk, and now he's going to talk about God's mysterious ways in which we need to trust him. God works in mysterious ways. So, anyone else have any idea of that first paragraph? What in the world is Jesus trying to get across in that first paragraph? it in a different way. He says here, pay attention, listen. With the measure you use it, it will be measured to you, and still more will be added to you. But to the one who has, more will be given. To the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. What does that remind you of? Does that remind you of any other parables? Yeah, at least for me, yeah. It's kind of like he's saying is, if you've been given truth and an ability to see and hear, don't just sit on it, act on it, or be a good steward of it. To those that are a good steward of having little and do good with it, um, more will be given to you. More knowledge, more understanding. But to those that just kind of like throw it to the side, you'll lose it. So the first thing, though, that I any more observations. We're going to spend the least time on this paragraph. We're going to spend the most on paragraph two and three out of the four paragraphs. But, um, so, any other observations on this first paragraph, verses 21 through 25? What do you think Jesus is saying about his way, the way he works? Jesus is he's speaking in parables. 
which is kind of like riddles in some ways to them. And he's explaining the, like, the interpretation of parables, not to the big crowd, but to a small group that come near to Jesus. And Jesus is saying, okay, the way I'm working is there are some things that are hidden to people's eyes, but, but they will be revealed. So paragraph one, hey, hey, things are hidden, but I don't hide anything except so that I reveal it later. Can you think? Okay, so that, that's, that's the first point. You can see it in your notes, but, but don't look to notes two, three, and four yet. But note that first point down at the bottom is that the way of God is that things that are hidden are eventually, or they're usually hidden for a while. God's way is that he'll hide things for a while, but then they're revealed. Can you, can you see that in the Bible? Can you see God working that way in the Bible? In what way? What's an example of God? He usually hides them for a while, and then they're revealed.
almost this bitter, it couldn't seem fitting, but it's going to come out and we're going to see it in greater ways. Um, it's, it's kind of like right now, how, how many of you, I said this, but maybe you gave a tapestry or kind of thing where on one side, or maybe not even a tapestry or I don't know what you call it, but it's a picture on one side and it's pretty, but what does it look like on the back side? What? Is it an embroidery? An, em- an embroidery. What does the back side of an embroidery look like? It's gnarly. It's, it's, it's not. There's no design to it. It's ugly. And, and, and often in the ways of God, as we see His plans, before they're fully unfolded, it looks like the back side of an embroidery. And, but, but we need to realize that back side of embroidery looks purposeful. It has beauty. It has, it has purpose. So the second, let's look at the second paragraph. Let me read the second paragraph. Um, let's dig into this second one. Um, help me by getting, we're going to look at mysterious ways of God. So, parables. And he said, the kingdom of God is as if a man should scatter seed on the ground. He sleeps, he rises night and day, and the seed sprouts and grows. He knows not how. The earth produced by itself, first the blade, then the ear, and then the full grain in the ear. But when the grain is ripe, at once he puts the pitch in the sickle because of him. about this, and, and what do you think is the point of, of this parable? So let's, let's start by what stands out to you about the parable. Okay. He plants it, starts to grow.
gets to show stages, getting him to say, here, it first the this, then the this, you know, first the leaf, or excuse me, first the blade, then the ear, then the full grain. Okay, so let's let's try to narrow this down. What let's try to interpret this parable. Okay, Jesus is speaking. What does he say it's about? Okay, he said the kingdom of God is as if. Now, commentators say Jesus is pronouncing a parable about this place where there is where is God to give the kingdom, and this is a pretty mundane or very broad. You know, you think, hey, the kingdom of God is about this glorious, radiant mountain that's awesome and royal and beautiful, or all these things that gather to, you know, like you could say, that, and it's just, it's like an empty, empty kingdom. It, it's, it's just ordinary. And so the kingdom of God is like this. So we want to dig out, what does he mean? What, what is that central driving point that we want to learn about the kingdom that Jesus wants us in this setting of some people that are struggling to understand why some are accepting Jesus, some are not. Be careful how you hear. Let those who have your ears hear. Listen. Receive the word of God we saw in the last section. Receive it and be a good steward of what you listen to because what's going to be is hidden will be revealed. Now here we want to learn about the kingdom. It's this way. What can someone make a stab at what the principle is? What, what is Jesus going to say? The kingdom of God is like this. This is a mysterious way of God. get clearly the tendency I mean how dependent is a farmer on God <laughs> I mean he needs to do something you know let's not stretch this parable too far I mean farmer needs to work hard and all that he should God uses weeds all the promise of son of God to keep his powder dry you need to do certain things but as, as a as a um,
actually, it, he, it was actually the first, first letter is about, he, he actually takes, the first is the blade, which is the, 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 the Christian as a baby or a child. And then the second one is the, the ear and the full grain, and then the full grain, full ear, what a full grain. And it's, it's three steps that, three observations of how he has seen in the Christian life, both him personally and working and discipling as a pastor Christian, uh, three stages. Now, I don't think that Jesus was meaning just, here are three stages in a Christian's life when he gives these three stages. He is saying that there is a progress that takes place, and, and we can, and it, I, I just more on the side commend you to that, that book, that book, and I, if you say, hey, can James, can you help me find that? I'll find that for you. I bet it's on Amazon. I can send you a link where it's in his letter to this thing, John, and Jesus. Um, but in, in, in your life, I think God is at work and will be at work often to grow you in your life. What made that book happen? What are, some, what are some ways where you go, I didn't see it at first, but that's a sign that I'm actually growing. Yeah, but what are some signs of the Holy Spirit? What are some fruits that we see? Okay, so, so what, what's an example of some of these areas? different orientation towards the world is one of them. Yeah. What else? What are, what are some signs of your growth? Yeah. Yeah. We, okay. Yeah. Scott, when you were converted, what were some signs of in a, in a year or two afterwards that you saw that just God was growing you? And you say, oh, there's growth.
opens our eyes to our temptations. And at times it might feel more discouraging at first because we're like, boy, I realize I didn't realize how bad I was until I started to actually get more godly. <laughs> and now I have eyes that I'm not as self-deceived. We all have self-deception. Um, but it's subtle. And I, I don't think this is not to... to this is like a application, a secondary application. I want us to get, okay, Jesus is saying the kingdom of God is going to come. And it's going to come gradually in many ways. You're going to think the kingdom comes and whoosh, you're going to, the sound of the trumpet right now, and he's going to come in and he's going to take over Rome and he's going to do all these things. It's going to come gradually and it's going to be through the gospel. But, but we cannot miss that it happens in individual lives too. And that's how the gospel comes to you when you surrender to Jesus and open your heart and he's slowly working in sanctification. First the ear, or first the leaf, then the ear, and then the full head of hair. Uh, what, I mean, someone else? Yes, Dorothy.
don't mean that. None of we, all of me, Consider in some ways, in a lot of ways, Jesus 
working together as a small compared to what you think you might have thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talk about it as plastic and utility, but then it's only you know I don't know thirty years of no record.
Bible prophecies we could say and give out. But they haven't. You'd be surprised. So don't be surprised or turned off. We've been praying and praying and praying, and why is this happening? Well,